It is the Y'all Show back with you for another exciting two-hour journey of all things Southern with your host, John Rawl. Connect to us when you get a chance. Our number, 803-816-1170. Our website, y'all.com. Hope you're doing good on this middle-of-the-week edition of the All Southern Program. We've got news from Mississippi to cover in just a moment as they had a big election, a primary election on Tuesday in the Magnolia State. We've got info on that. And then some really bad Southern women in the news. Knucklehead Southern women. Is there a better term to use for women behaving badly in the South? We've got some of those headlines coming from throughout Dixie in just a few minutes here on our headlines across the south and later this hour we're going to have our acc spotlight jonathan lifeite is going to be dropping by we're just weeks away from the start of the acc's miami hurricanes teeing it off against the sec's florida gators in orlando the start of the 150th season of college football is only days away and we'll get Jonathan's take on the Canes. Plus, we'll hear from the head coach of the Duke Blue Devils, David Cutcliffe, when his team got their first practice behind them the other day. The cameras caught up with the likable head coach of the Duke Blue Devils, David Cutcliffe. His audio coming up in our ACC Spotlight. And then, when we get to Hour 2, we're going to kind of go back to Nashville, but we're not going to physically be there. But we're going to lasso the the lady on Music Row and have her file a report that you're going to enjoy hearing Precious Harris once again at the start of Hour 2 with all the headlines, all the the movers and shakers in Nashville coming up at the start of the second hour. And then it's going to get real fun. We're going to welcome in his Tina's. T. Graham Brown. T. Graham Brown, country music singer. He's even had some success in gospel music the last few years. He even got nominated for a Grammy in gospel music. The Georgia native, the UGA alum. He's going to be on with us, and it's going to be a lot of fun talking to T. Graham Brown. I promise you, this guy has He's kind of carved out his own niche in country music, and nobody can come close to the coolness that T. Graham Brown has been putting out for more than 30 years. His Tina's coming on in hour two of today's Y'all Talk With Us Southern Accent. Can't wait to talk to T. Graham Brown, one of my favorites, and probably a good chance a lot of you have enjoyed T. Graham Brown music through the year. He's had three number one songs to his credit, and if you're like me, you're pulling for T. Graham to have a couple more of those before he checks out. But we're hoping for more from T. Graham and that's going to be a great interview coming your way in the second hour. All right, diving into the headlines from across the South. And as a Eagle Scout, this headline, this story is a little bit troublesome for me to, to share with you. However, the Boy Scouts of America have been shooting themselves in the foot for a long time now. And I'm sure if you're a scout like me, a proud scout, the affection you have for scouting is not quite what it used to be because, again, the BSA has shot itself in the foot more than once over the last couple of years. Well, a lawsuit against the Boy Scouts of America says lawyers believe they have turned up allegations of sexual abuse against more than 350 people not previously identified in files released by the organization. Attorneys with the Abused and Scouting Group filed a suit Monday in Philadelphia Commons Police Court. And this alleges that a one-time scout leader sexually abused a minor and was filed on behalf of the victim, identified only 
by initials. The scouts compiled so-called ineligible volunteer files on people considered to pose a risk of abuse, and about 5,000 of those files have been made public. Monday's suit says that over 350 names not previously identified in the files have been uncovered, and it does not list those names. But more scandal, not just for the Catholic Church, but now for the boys and the Baptist Church also. Don't want to leave them out. But sexual claims against the Boy Scouts and abuse claims now coming out in Philadelphia and representing people all over the country, including the Southeast. Did you hear that a couple of countries have now put the U.S. travel on a alert status for the countries of Venezuela? They're one of the countries that have been told to their people from their country traveling to the U.S. that they've got a travel advisory, all because of the deadly mass shootings in Texas and Ohio. In fact, these travel advisories are mentioning a couple of our southern cities as For example, Birmingham, Alabama is one of a couple of U.S. cities being mentioned in this travel advisory for foreign nationals. And it's been reported that the Venezuelan government issued this advisory for its citizens to postpone trips to the U.S. after recent acts of violence. Venezuela is one of the cities, and I think the other one is Ecuador, I think is is the other one. And the official press release advises that Venezuelans stay away from the cities that have had the most violence, citing a 2019 Forbes article listing the most dangerous cities in the country. Birmingham was the fifth most dangerous city in the country. Others cited by the Venezuelan government, Cleveland, Detroit, our own Baltimore, our own St. Louis, Oakland, Stockton, California, our own Memphis, our own Atlanta, and Buffalo, New York. So you won't see a lot of Venezuelans or Ecuadorians, I guess, hanging out in Memphis and Birmingham and other places. My goodness, does this mean Ender Enciarte, the Atlanta Braves slugger who's from Venezuela, is he going to have to pack it up and go? I think even Ronald Acuna might be from Venezuela. So, yeah, Venezuela, watch what you say there, friends, because you're the country that kind of been on our bad, naughty list because you have a regime and you aren't letting the people's voice be heard so we really aren't listening to you venezuela but it is disturbing to know that a couple of those cities i just mentioned are considered to be very dangerous cities birmingham memphis atlanta and more please let's try to change it let's change the narrative on tuesday voters in mississippi went to the polls for the primary vote for statewide offices and on the republican side for the governor's race of mississippi that's the big story here tate reeves the lieutenant governor is hovering right around 50 percent which if he gets that he will not have to go into a runoff if he's going to have a runoff it's going to be against bill waller as a former representative a former member of the mississippi supreme court and the son of a former governor of mississippi waller bested the third place finisher robert foster who made headlines a couple weeks ago when he refused to let a reporter ride in his truck but it looks like reeves just might get to that 50 percent margin they're still counting votes across magnolia state right now we'll find out if he escapes after a few more hours go by but if not he'll have bill waller a much older person going up against tate reeves if there is a runoff in a couple of weeks that's the republican side on the governor's race 
as far as the Democrats go, Jim Hood bested everybody. He's going to be the Democratic candidate for governor in November at the general election. Here's a guy who had been the attorney general for the state of Mississippi, and he's going to easily be the Democratic nominee for that come November. As far as his old job on the GOP side, the current, I guess she's the finance person for the state, Lynn Fitch, is going to be right around that 50% margin as well. So she's likely to have a runoff against Andy Taggart there in Mississippi for attorney general on the Republican side. Delbert Hoseman easily won the GOP candidacy for lieutenant governor. And that is a look quickly at some of the key elections going on on the primary side Tuesday in the state of Mississippi. Well, you don't hear this term often, Iranian hackers. We've heard about Russians. We've heard about North Korean hackers. But yes, one city, that would be Murfreesboro, Tennessee, is now claiming that their website, the actual city website for the borough, has been compromised by Iranian hackers. From a release from the city of Murfreesboro on Twitter, it says, After a fuller assessment, information technology for the city of Murfreesboro indicates that a compromise this morning to link to an online portal of the Water Resources customer webpage was limited to one script page. No customer info was assessed in the propaganda attack. I don't know how they were able to trace it back to Iran, but that's what the city of Murfreesboro is saying there. And according to the news outlets, They said that a bill processing page on the city of Murfreesboro website was found to be replaced over the weekend with an image of a Guy Fawkes mask. The website said that it was hacked by Iranian hackers and Mahmoud warning. (laughs) I guess that's a good excuse not to pay your water bill there in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Blame it on the Iranians. A defense attorney for a man in Louisiana charged with murder wants jurors who won't judge his client because of his face and neck tattoos. That's what they're looking for as his, I've seen the mugshot for this guy. He is a white guy, but he looks green. If you saw his mugshot, he has face tattoos of devil horns and skull teeth all over his face, his head. He's got a shaven head. He is scary. I don't know why he doesn't have tattoos on his ears. That's the only area that's not covered in tattoos from at least the profile picture that I'm seeing. But jurors here are going to try to maybe line up and see what happens for this man, William Bottoms, who's being charged with second degree murder and the 2017 deaths of two men. And we'll find out if he gets proper representation megan marie gaylord was her was his girlfriend and is scheduled to testify for prosecutors she told investigators that the four of them the people that involved in this killing did drugs together before a paranoid bottoms killed these two men as he's been charged again with second degree murder and the deaths of two men from back in 2017 but a scary guy there william bottoms jr and his tattoos covering his entire face probably his whole body as well A white man has pleaded guilty to burning a cross in South Mississippi as Graham Williamson pleaded guilty earlier this week to interfering with housing rights and conspiring to use fire to commit a felony. He admitted that he had another man burn the cross to frighten and intimidate black residents in Seminary, Mississippi back in 2017. And I think the other guy already had been sentenced. Williamson faces up to 30 years in prison when he's sentenced on November 5th. And again, that accomplice Louis Rivette pleaded guilty to similar charges in April 
and he's going to be sentenced next month. Seminary is about 70 miles southeast of the state capital of Jackson, Mississippi. Cross burnings have been historically been used by racist groups such as the KKK to rally supporters and to terrorize blacks in the South and elsewhere. But this man, after burning a cross, now pleading guilty, and he and his compadre off to jail for quite a while when they're being sentenced here pretty soon. The city police chief of Galveston, Texas, is apologizing after two of his officers, mounted on a horseback, led a handcuffed trespassing suspect by a rope through the Galveston streets. And photos of the arrest went viral on social media. The two officers, who were white, linked the rope to handcuffs worn by a 43-year-old criminal trespass suspect, Donald Neely, and then led him around the block to a mounted patrol staging area. The man who was led around is black. Again, these photos came out of these guys being arrested. That's not what Galveston needs to be in the news for here. And I'm afraid these officers will probably have a lot of explaining to do. We've got more headlines from across the South that we're going to get to. So stick around for that. And then later this hour, our friend Jonathan Lifite will be right back here to talk ACC sports with us. And don't forget, T. Graham Brown's going up in the second hour, the country music soulful singer. He's heading your way for the fun next hour. All of this on today's Y'all. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, crossfit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Uses directed. Just a few years ago, Mozambique's Nyasa National Reserve in southern Africa was a danger zone for elephants. Organized gangs of poachers took them down by the thousands for their ivory tusks. Conservationists and governments got together to eliminate poaching. Today, Nyasa hasn't lost a single elephant in more than a year. With your support, we can keep places like Nyasa safe. Find out more at 96elephants.org.
She Couldn't Love Me Anymore, one of the many hits for T. Graham Brown back in the 1980s. And in the second hour of today's Y'all Show, the Georgian is going to join us from Nashville. And we're going to talk about his career and some of the great songs he had, whether it was I Tell It Like It Used To Be, Hell and High Water, Brilliant Conversationalist, Darlene, and more T. Graham Brown, who was at one time the Taco Bell spokesperson back in the 80s. A fun guy, going to be a great interview. Stick around for T. Graham Brown. And again, that song there, one of my favorite T. Graham Brown songs, She Couldn't Love Me Anymore on Capitol Records 30 years ago. Well, we've got some crazy stories to wrap up our news headlines before we switch over to the ACC talk in the second part of this hour. And here we start off with a headline from Florida as a toilet has exploded in a Florida home after lightning struck the septic tank. How would you like to be on the loo and have that happen to you? Yeah, this homeowner in Florida got quite a surprise when this lightning strike triggered a blast that destroyed her toilet. Mary Lou Ward and her husband were sitting in their Port Charlotte, Florida home when a thunderstorm rolled through over the weekend. And then she said she heard a boom. That was the loudest noise that she had ever heard. And then she said they smelled smoke and looked outside. It was a smoke from the septic tank and that was coming. And then, and then she stepped into her bathroom and discovered the toilet was in a hundred pieces. A plumber from a local plumbing company told the couple the lightning strike ignited methane gas <laughs> that built up in the pipes and septic tanks methane is typically emitted during the breakdown of sewage and waste systems thank goodness miss ward was not in action on the toilet whenever this storm passed through another example of why i guess i remember as a child where i grew up someone got killed talking on the telephone one time when a thunderstorm passed through and lightning struck the phone line or something and the lightning came through the phone and killed her so don't use the telephone also don't take a shower when a thunderstorm is passing through y'all know the old story about hey you know lightning can come through and yeah get you that way and so no phone i don't know if you can use a cell phone but in the landline days certainly don't use a telephone don't take a shower don't brush your teeth and now we know don't even sit on the toilet don't even use the toilet or you could have a a little problem like miss down in florida what we just saw this past weekend with miss ward and her husband having quite an explosion there at port charlotte Ooh my all right more florida news a man in florida has allegedly urinated into an ice machine at a nightclub there in st petersburg 28 year old michael williams was at the 261st nightclub and it, it was at 2 30 in the morning when this happened police spotted him urinating inside the ice chest used to distribute ice throughout the whole place and he's been arrested after again allegedly relieving himself inside that ice machine what nincompoop security guards tried to kick him out of the night spot but he allegedly actively resisted and when police arrived he was arrested and charged with misdemeanor disorderly conduct in addition to misdemeanor possession after they found a bag of marijuana during a pat down hey and marijuana is supposed to be oh it's harmless well evidently it made this guy well turn the ice yellow evidently there at that nightclub Ugh. What a what a horrible thing. Hopefully the restaurant, the bar there, two sixty first, 
is going to dispose of said ice machine real soon. That is, that's disgusting. That story is even more disgusting than the original story we told you about the exploding toilet due to lightning. All right, let's go to North Carolina. A store there has been robbed by an armed man who was wearing a Halloween mask. That's not so surprising. But the man was also holding balloons. Yeah, this happened in Etowah, about 27 miles south of Asheville, North Carolina. The man came in wearing a vampire Halloween mask, clutching balloons in one hand and a gun in the other. And he held up this discount store, the Dollar General store, over the weekend. And again, this happened in Etowah. The suspect held several white balloons in the one hand, used the other to point a silver revolver at the cashier, demanding money. The cashier turned over an undisclosed amount of money to the masked bandit, who then ordered all employees to get on the ground behind the sales counter. He left the store and ditched the vampire mask and balloons behind that building. Sheriff's office there in Etowah is looking for help to find this man. The man, in addition, in addition to having the mask, was wearing a blue and white flannel shirt, blue jeans, gray gloves, and a camo cap. The sheriff's office there is asking anyone with information to identify the suspect. Contact detectives in Etowah, North Carolina, 828-694-2757. I think we've seen masked gunmen go into stores, but to have balloons in tow is a little much. But... Hey, the guy's on the lam. So, and now to our wild Southern women of the week, a woman in Louisiana who was allegedly caught with meth hidden inside her vagina now says she didn't know where the drugs came from. 23 year old Ashley Beth Rollin has been accused of stealing $5,000 from the apartment of a man she'd been staying with for about a week. According to documents published by the Washita Parish Sheriff's Office, the man told the West Monroe, Louisiana Police Department that while he was showering, Rollins swiped his cash and left, and then allegedly confessed to police that she did take the man's money and left his apartment. And then a female correction officer searched Rollins, and inside of her, you know what, found what would appear to be $6,233 along with a clear plastic bag, a gram of meth, and she denied that it was hers. <laughs> so how does that end up in that very private place and you don't even know about it? Give me a break in North Louisiana. All right, and here's another doofus woman of the week, okay? And I know men are doofuses too, but I've only got these stories today from women. 24-year-old Kate Lamoth allegedly stole an electric cigarette from a gas station in Florida last week and then tried using a Lyft, then an Uber, as her getaway vehicle. In Lamont, they entered the Exxon in Pinellas Park and then asked to buy a jewel vaping device that cost $42.79. When the clerk handed it to her, she fled the scene, according to deputies. And then after she ran out of the store, she tried to have her Lyft driver leave the location, but the driver refused, according to the arrest affidavit. And when the Lyft driver wouldn't help her, she apparently called an Uber and began walking away from the Exxon. She was later found inside the Uber in a nearby parking lot, arrested and charged with retail theft. Uh, lesson learned there. When you're going to go commit these stupid thefts, yeah, you might not want to use Uber or Lyft. In fact, why don't you just not do it, period? Isn't that the, the moral of the story? Yes, it is. And that is a look at our headlines from across the southeast here on today's Y'all Show. Up next, it's ACC football time. Jonathan Lifehite is going to come on from 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital to give us the latest of the Atlantic Coast Conference. 
as we're just days away from the kickoff of the ACC versus SEC, Miami versus the Florida Gators. And we're also going to hear from David Cutcliffe, head coach of the Duke Blue Devils. All that coming up in our ACC Spotlight, and it's up next. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent, our ACC Spotlight. We welcome in from 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital, Jonathan Leifite. And the Hokies are in the news as we start our ACC report with you, Jonathan. As longtime Virginia Tech defensive coordinator Bud Foster announced the other day that he's going to retire after this season. He's going to remain at Virginia Tech in a new role next year, reporting to Athletic Director Whit Babcock. Bud Foster has been at Virginia Tech as an assistant, and and this started way back in Frank Beamer's very first season, 1987. And after all these years, he's stepping away from the sideline, but after this season. Hello, Jonathan. Your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, that was a, a, a what I'll call a mild surprise. Um, you know, there had been rumors that he was uh, uh, starting to grow weary of the of you know things and wanted to step away and do some other stuff. Everybody always asked why he didn't want to be a head coach, and I think he was real comfortable with his role. But you know, uh, he finally uh, finally had enough and uh, and decided to, to hang it up. So it, maybe it just wasn't fun for him, and uh, so he had enough. But uh, 
I mean, uh, this guy has, has really been kind of an institution and in, in, in not just in the ACC and not just in, you know, kind of the East Coast, but in, in all of football, one of the probably all-time great uh, defensive coordinators that we've seen. And he's always, almost always put a, a really good squad out there on the defensive side of the ball. Last year was a little bit of an anomaly, but that was also a very young hokey defense that he had out there. So um, congrats to him. Uh, I'm glad to see him get to go out on his own terms. And, uh, um, you know, I, I have to admit, as a Georgia Tech fan, I, I really kind of looked forward to that annual chess match between uh, Paul Johnson and Bud Foster. So, uh, you know, now that, that Johnson's gone, I guess uh, Foster decided he didn't have any challenges left. Yeah, he's like, now that Johnson's gone from that other Tech, I'm out of here. But how, how have the Hokies, since they've been in the league 10 years, whatever long it's, however long it's been now, probably longer than that, how have they stacked up defensively in the stats? Have they been the leader or right there at the top over these years? Uh, they have been, you know, the leader at times, uh, but typically they're, they're usually near the top. And then uh, maybe in recent years, not quite as good. Um, so they've slipped a little bit, but more, more, you know, more times than not, they're in the top third. Uh, of the conference and uh, uh, very not unusual to see them, you know, right up there in the top two or three as well. So, um, you know, always can count on them to be fundamentally sound, always can count on them to have a, you know, a really good game plan. If they didn't have the players, that's another thing, but, you know, Foster was going to put them in the right position to succeed. Um, and that kind of goes up to the players to, to make it happen. Well, of course, one of the great things we like about college sports is the trash talking. And Jonathan, I saw off of one of the websites out there that they said this is kind of an insult. If you're a Virginia Tech Hokie fan, you don't like being called VPI, but one fan known as Jolton Jacket, you may even know who this person is, they wrote, VPI is about to speed up their nosedive into an irrelevant program. Well, uh, I'm not sure I completely agree with that uh, because if uh, if Justin Fuente uh, doesn't get the ship righted, uh, I can promise you that they will have uh, short patience and uh, they will escort him out the door and find somebody that will do it. So um, they may they may very well take a nosedive, but I can guarantee you they'll be uh, they'll be hiring somebody that can can write the ship potentially. All right, more collegiate news coming from the Commonwealth of Virginia. This has an ACC tie. The Hampton Pirates of the FCS ranks, they have a new member of their football program as former Florida State quarterback DeAndre Francois has transferred to this historically black college in Norfolk, Virginia. Or maybe it's in Hampton, Virginia, right there in the same area. Thoughts about him going to be a pirate with Hampton now? Well, I mean, he certainly had some off-the-field issues, and that was what led to his dismissal at Florida State. Hopefully, he's uh, put his uh, put his uh, life back on track, and in uh, uh, now he can go back on the field. So, you know, glad to see you know see a guy get a second chance. Hopefully, he makes the best of it and turns out into a solid uh, solid person and a solid citizen. And by the way, Hampton did something a little surprising in the last two years. They've switched conferences. They've been in a historically HBCU conference. I think they were in the MEAC for a long time. And they just switched last year to the Big South Conference. So, Jonathan, if you are missing seeing DeAndre Francois suit up in a football uniform, you could just head over to Kennesaw and see him play the Owls. Well, I'll get right on that. Okay. (laughs) As Kennesaw State is a Big South member. All right. More news coming from Florida State. 
as one of the players on the current roster for the Knowles. Tamarion Terry has undergone a knee surgery, but he's already walking. Can you tell me more about number 15 for the Garnet and Gold? Yeah, so they're, they were counting on him to, to have a good year. And um, it, the surgery was really kind of relatively minor. It wasn't like he had a torn ACL. Um, I think he just had some, you know, cartilage or a, menisc- a slight tear in the meniscus. Um, and they just went in there and more or less clean it up and, you know, keep it from getting worse. And um, by all accounts, he'll probably, he will certainly miss some time in the preseason. Um, but he is fully expected to be uh, available and ready to go. Uh, when the Knolls start their uh, season at the end of the, at the uh, end of, of August. All right. Well, the season for the Miami Hurricanes is literally two weeks from this Saturday, as Miami and the Florida Gators will be teeing it off against each other in Orlando in the first college football game of this season. A special kind of kickoff for the 150th year of college football. And news out of Coral Gables as the Hurricanes sophomore defensive lineman Nesta Jade Silvera has sustained a right foot injury. He's going to undergo surgery later this week. A timetable set for him has not been determined after he's got to have the surgery. He may have already had this. What do you know about the role that he played for the to the Canes in the past and maybe his prognosis? Well, I mean, I can't tell anything about the prognosis, but, uh, um, you know, they have a, a very, very stout defense and he was, yet yeah, you know, one of the, one of their contributors on the defensive line. So, um, they'll take a little hit on depth and, uh, um, certainly they have a, a lot of players though. So they'll have somebody they'll be able to step in, but, uh, Nonetheless, it, it is a blow to the Canes, you know, if he's unable to return this season. Now, one thing to keep in mind is the Canes get ready for a new season with a new coach and Manny Diaz. He's a guy that has come from the defensive side of the ball, where Mark Rick was an offensive kind of guy. And so when you see programs make that kind of switch from one guy that had been there with an offensive strategy, and I guess before – Mark Rick, you had was a uh, the Al Golden was an offensive guy too, I think, and before him even Randy Shannon, uh, he was a defensive guy, I think. He was definitely a defensive yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. I believe I believe Al Golden was actually a defensive oh, guy okay. as well. All right, I just missed Al Golden's ties. He did a great job wearing his necktie from time to time on the sideline when he was a coach there in South Florida. But yes, now switching from Rick, who was definitely more of an offensive guy, former, of course, quarterback for the Canes way back in the day, and now going to a defensive-minded head coach in Manny Diaz. I wonder how different that defense is going to be now that he's the head coach. Well, I I honestly wouldn't expect it to be too much different. I'm sure he'll still have his – his hands all over it. So, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be his defense. He may have a defensive coordinator that, that does some of the work, but I can guarantee you that it, it will be his defense at the end of the day. All right. Jonathan, some thoughts and prayers go out to the Virginia Cavaliers football program as the head coach of the Cavaliers, Bronco Mendenhall, his father passed away just the other day. Paul Mendenhall, who played collegiately for BYU, which is where Bronco also played. And, of course, the father, he died in Alpine, Utah, at the age of 88 years old. Again, the father of the UVA Cavaliers head coach Bronco, his father, Paul Mendenhall, passing away just the other day. Our thoughts go out with the Mendenhall family. And, of course, man, Virginia, a much-improved 2018 season. They just missed it. If they would have beat Virginia Tech in that final regular season game, would they have been able to go to the conference championship? I believe that they would have. Uh, I can't remember for sure 
but I believe that they they actually lost the tiebreaker with a with a pit. Okay. Uh, so that was the the reason that they didn't go. All right. Well, they blew that one for sure. They haven't beaten the Hokies in a long time, and they had them on the ropes, and they they let them out. All right, Jonathan. I find this story at BleacherReport.com. I want to get your thoughts. Carrie Miller penned this article. Odds for the top college football teams to pull off undefeated seasons. Okay. No surprise, Alabama is there. No surprise, Clemson's there. But I don't know if you'd had a chance to digest this article, but your thought about Clemson perhaps pulling off another undefeated season to match last year, the most successful season in the history of modern college football. They went 15-0. and 0. Well, I, I'd say the odds for them uh, going undefeated are pretty good. There doesn't seem to be a... Uh... You know, uh, any single challenger. I mean, Syracuse has given them fits, and and Pitt managed to pull it off a couple of years ago. But you look up and down the schedule, and you just don't see anybody that's that's likely to, you know, to be in the same class as they are. You know, anybody that beats them is going to require a big upset. So, um, yeah, I, I, there's a reason that they're the the top pick to go undefeated. Uh, in terms of odds by by from the from the folks in Vegas. All right. Well, I know you're all about Vegas and you're going to have to help me interpret this. The title odds according to this article for Clemson to walk away with another un, not just national championship undefeated season is 3-4. What does that mean? Uh I believe what that means is you have to bet $4 to get 3. Okay. I think that's the way it goes. Okay. Or is it you bet you bet three and instead of getting three back you get four back? Okay. Those something the, like that. Something like that. And then the title odds for Dabo Sweeney's team to win another national title is plus two thirty, two point three dash one. Again, I, I'm sorry. I'm not even a Baptist. I'm not lying to you. I really don't know how, how the stuff works. See, a Baptist would tell you they don't know how it works, but they probably do it every day when they get off the air like me. But no, I'm not a. I'm not one of those. I've been to Vegas and, and I've <laughs> done all that, but I'm just not a not a gambler either. And so. by the way, we love our Baptists. So thank you, Baptists, for listening, Jonathan. Let's oh. talk about let's talk about someone that was in the news that w- represented the U as the U's great football player of yesteryear. Ed Reed was just inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I don't know if you saw the ceremony, but he kind of got a little political with his speech well i mean you know what that's his uh his his ceremony all about him i you know as far as i'm concerned if he wants to to uh to take that opportunity to talk about something important to him that's fine with me well what he did in his message was talk about the recent mass shootings and also mental illness so if you want to go back and read that you're certainly welcome to but looked pretty dapper there in his hat his fedora that he wore there for the Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Again, Miami Hurricane great Ed Reed entering the new class of the Canton Hall of Fame. All right, Jonathan, let's hear from a head coach. Would you like Would you like that to happen? I, I guess we can hear from a head coach. Well, David Cutcliffe at Duke has started practice, as all teams have by now, and the head coach had a chance to meet with the media just after practice in Durham, and here's the coach discussing what he saw from his team during their first practice of the season that was over the weekend and here is the head coach of the duke blue devil football team here on the y'all show 
every one of us learned something that we could have done better going in. Um, as a coach, you know, some little form of communication or organization or could have flowed better, uh, some instruction to an assistant coach. Th those guys are the same, but players, what you find out is you find out kind of what you know, really know from an assignment level. You really embrace your conditioning level um, and to use time properly, those are the things we have to address. People call installation, you know, a whole new set of offense, defense, kicking tomorrow, but you better install proper things that you didn't do as well as you should today, if that makes sense. Got a good start. There's a lot of balance, which I expected. Um, offense made some big plays. The defense made some big plays. The best part of our day is that uh, the third period of the day, we were able to line up and go full speed teamwork uh, and not bat an eye, uh, which that's a carryover of coaches. That's a carryover of probably more experience than people might think we have. Uh, and it was good to see. It was with tempo and it was executed pretty well. Uh, it's not football yet, helmets only. Right, so everybody understand that. We'll find out more about the football part next week. So, questions? Coach, you, I know you got still um, a few injuries, but from listening to you and you know, talk at media a few weeks ago, it seems to me that you like the depth that you have. I was wondering if you could just tell me about some of those you know, positions or areas where you feel like you have a lot of depth that could help the team this year. Yeah, I think it's more fun to talk about the ones that I think we have a lot of competition in depth. Uh, I think in the defensive line right now and at linebacker, uh, I see depth. I also see depth we hadn't had in the secondary, so I guess I'm saying defensively. Uh, on offense, uh, our offensive line is going to have a competitive circumstance because of some good young players. I think we've, we have added um, our offensive staff and Jim Bridge have done a great job recruiting some young people that are competing so that there is some competitive circumstance there. And then the next one I would say is a running back. Uh, receiver, there's depth, but not yet enough depth that we know exactly what to expect from them. It's a big group. The concerns are when you have, the, you know, running back right now and tight end. Um, you know, Marvin Hubbard is unable to practice. He had to have another surgery. Um, and um, Mark Gilbert had his surgery, both successful at this point, but we don't know long-term uh, outcomes to this point. And then we have a number of guys that came out here today with limited reps. I counted as nine people, and all of it had something to do from injuries a year ago. I'm ready to leave that injury thing to last year, and hopefully sooner than later we get that situated and work full speed. Well, when you say Hubbard and Gilbert, sure, you mean in addition to the recent... Another one. Another one, okay. Some, some, some circumstances in both of their cases, uh, there were things that uh, you, you knew likely were going to have to be addressed. The significance of the injury. Mm -hmm. These were not as major of surgeries as an Achilles or an ACL that Marvin's had. Uh, the first surgery with the hip was extensive, mm -hmm. and this is more of a cleanup circumstance. But um, they're not out here. That's the bottom line. So. Uh, you also, when you get into, the, the, you know, just don't have a lot of players, period, you know, there's not 150 guys out there on the field, you know, counting the, the, the specialists we have, we probably have 
well under 100 position players and you got to be smart about how you work them or you're going to have more injuries. Have you made any position switches from the spring? Not really anything that's significant, you know, maybe inside, outside, but nothing that's drastic and certainly nothing to flip someone from one side of the ball. Head coach David Cutcliffe of the Duke football program speaking after his team's first real practice of the 2019 fall camp. And again, if you don't know this, Duke has a little bit of a challenge in their first game. They'll be in Atlanta taking on the Alabama Crimson Tide and a rematch. Remember, Duke had Alabama come to Durham probably 10 years ago, something like that. And Duke even went to Tuscaloosa for a little series. This is one of those Chick-fil-A deals. So I don't know if there's another game scheduled between the programs. But David Cutcliffe, the Alabama alum, getting ready here in a few weeks to take on his alma mater. And, hey, Jonathan, who's going to win that game? Uh, I'm going to go out on a really, really shaky limb and say Alabama. (laughs) What is your thoughts about Duke this year versus what we've seen? They've had to change their quarterback. Their quarterback has moved on to the NFL. Is David Cutcliffe going to reload and have a formidable program here in 2019? Not really. Okay. Hey, don't get uh, I mean, don't get be, too wordy on me. They'll be uh, they'll be solid as as they usually are, and they'll be well coached. But um, you know, I was never that impressed with the, the I was not that impressed with the Duke offense with Daniel Jones in there, and now they lose him. Plus, they lose a a decent amount of their receiver, I believe, as well. So. I'm not exactly sure how good they'll be. Of course, Cutcliffe will. We'll have them solid and have them uh, well coached, but uh, I think they're going to struggle a little bit. And uh, they've actually been a little more solid on the defensive side. I uh, had their defensive coordinator, Jim Knowles, I believe, was there for many years, and uh, they've always done a good job there. So um, if they're if they're solid on that side, they'll they'll pull out a few victories, but I don't think they're going to be challenging for the Coastal Division Championship. All right, Jonathan, good information from our ACC go-to guy, Mr. Lifeite of 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital. Thank you for the knowledge. We're not going to talk to you next week. You're going to be on assignment uh, at the beach, but we'll have you Uh, back in a couple of weeks as we get ready for the start of the season. So enjoy your week off, and we'll have ACC talk next week. Sans Jonathan Lifeite, but we'll get you back here in two weeks. How does that sound? Sounds great to me. All right. Especially since I'll be the one at the beach. All right. Well, we're, we're quite jealous. Well, the Y'all Show will be right back after the break with another exciting hour. We're going to go back to Nashville with Precious Harris. She's going to let us know what's going on there. And a Georgia native is going to be our special guest as T. Graham Brown. He's had a couple of number one hits in his career, and he's got an exciting story and a compelling story. He overcame alcoholism, and we'll talk to T. Graham Brown on our special spotlight from Nashville as he's going to talk to us in the second hour. You don't want to miss the fun as the Y'all Show rolls on. Stay with us. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. 
smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the blue star in the first aid section. Feel blue star work fast or your money back. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, crossfit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Use as directed. Just a few years ago, Mozambique's Nyasa National Reserve in southern Africa was a danger zone for elephants. Organized gangs of poachers took them down by the thousands for their ivory tusks. Conservationists and governments got together to eliminate poaching. Today, Nyasa hasn't lost a single elephant in more than a year. With your support, we can keep places like Nyasa safe. Find out more at 96elephants.org. Oh, it's another hour of the show that's all about the South. Welcome in to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. I'm John Rawl, and we're going to Nashville again for a lady with one heck of a Southern Accent, Precious Harris. In fact, in just a few minutes, we're going to welcome in. I'm going to kick Precious out of here. I'm going to welcome on a fella with a great Southern Accent. T. Graham Brown's going to be on later this hour, and we're going to have an exclusive interview with this country music hit maker who had three number ones and has been all over the place. Recently got awarded the Arkansas Traveler Award by the governor of Arkansas and all kind of really fun stuff that we'll share with you about T. Graham Brown later this hour. But, hey, why talk about T when we can talk about P? Precious is joining us. Hello, Precious. Hey, darling. How are you? I'm good. You got a T. Graham Brown connection? I do. Uh, matter of fact, I met him before he even had a hit out, a country radio seminar. And, uh, you know, and he, uh, you know, he's from, he's a Georgia boy. He's a big thing. But, yeah, he's a, uh, he also, uh, he, uh, I was judging a talent competition for Country Showdown in Tennessee for the state uh, finals. And he was the headlining act. And he's played my trivia game with me before on TV and on the radio. So yeah, me and the me and his tennis, his tennis are have been friends very very long time. And speaking of trivia, we we got to remind everybody. Precious is the author of I Know Country with three hundred and sixty six daily country music questions and answers. You can buy and instantly download her ebook copy of. I Know Country at the website iknowcountry.com. Oh, by the way, Miss Precious is also a music career development consultant with an emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. Go to collegeofsongology.com for more details. Also, remember.
remember to follow Precious Harris's blog at NashvilleMusicLine.com. Also, we post her Nashville Music Line report each week on y'all.com. But again, we've got Precious. We're going to kick Precious to the curb, and we're going to welcome in T. Graham Brown. Hopefully, your feelings won't be hurt, Precious. Oh, no, not for his tennis. <laughs> Somebody else, maybe, but not for T. Ah, that's good. Of course, he had a bunch of big hits like Darlene and I Tell mm-hmm. It Like It Used to Be and more. T. Graham Brown coming up. Hey, he had a couple of number one songs. Well, there's a guy that's celebrating right now today, a number one and more, and you're going to go celebrate with Blake Shelton for God's country. That's going on tonight. Tell me more about what's going on with Blake. Well, you know, I'm I'm not for sure the timing because the last time he had he had so he was so busy. We had seven number one celebrations at one time at Losers in Nashville. So that's how bad is him and Luke usually waits. I think the first time Luke had to wait that I got to go to it were seven number ones, and we had it at the Grand Ole Opry uh, seating. It's not the Grand Opry, excuse me, the Country Music Hall of Fame. It seats about the theater there, and he was on stage with all of his writers. Then the next one he had last year, he celebrated number 19, uh, 19th number one. So I think he's had one more or two more since then. But Blake, I think he's up to 19 or 20, too. He's up there close to uh, Luke's number. But, you know, Blake just turns him out. He knows how to pick a song, and he's got a secret weapon over there in the A&R department. And who was that? Or, warner brothers uh chris lacy ah uh-huh. chris lacy knows how to find those hit records well doesn't blake write some of those songs not really i mean he did as earlier in his career because you know that's what you do when you come to nashville but he, his motto is the best song wins oh, okay as as a as a matter of fact his you know I, um i think i told you about his first big radio hit when he was just a newcomer his first song that went to radio another artist had it on hold the label put it hold on for it and the artist listened to it and he said i just don't think that song fits me i'm gonna pass on it so my girlfriend debbie called blake and said hey uh clay walker's passed on austin you can cut it (laughs) and that of course was the song to put blake shelton on the map roughly mm-hmm. almost golly it's been almost 20 years now it's, it's mm-hmm. crazy crazy I know. and he thanked clay in front of 2000 uh, uh, program directors and djs the country dj convention this past march i yep. mean you and i were in the same audience there back in like you said march at the country radio seminar again the celebration for blake's god's country going on and hey surprise surprise where will the party be held precious i i think i could take a fair <laughs> guess where it's going to be yes old red old red that's blake shelton's bar and restaurant in downtown nashville and that's the scene of tonight's big celebration of god's country with blake shelton speaking of number ones Marin morris landed at number one on billboard's country airplay chart last week it was the first time that a solo female artist has topped the chart in over a year the last time it happened was back in february of 2018 when kelsey ballerini's legends was on number one at the number one spot for a week and then Marin morris is back atop the number one chart with her hit yeah she's that's a lot of number ones as a matter of fact, you know, Marin's got a uh, artist, you know, also uh, she does write some, but she's got a um, country artist writing her, some of her records too. You know, she's married to Ryan Hurd and he's a big songwriter. 
Mm-hmm. And um, actually, Devin Dawson and Hardy, they call him Hardy. Uh, they are co-writers on God's Country. But Marin, you know, she hears a song. She said she knows it instantly. As soon as she hears it, if she's going to cut it or not. Of course, the number one for her that just hit was for Girl. Seems like that thing's been on the chart for a, a year, it seems. And that's what it feels like, too. I mean, it may be. I wasn't for sure, but I know it's been released a while. Yeah, I saw her. I think it was just the other night. They had the CMA Music Fest television show on ABC, and I saw her performing that. And and precious girl, Marin Morris, girl, you might want a new a new outfit because she had a rather revealing outfit. And uh, I don't mean to be judgmental, but girl, girl, she ain't exactly blessed, if you know what I mean. I know, yeah. Is that, is that a nice little. way to say it? Yeah, but she ain't little. I mean, I mean, she's little. She can get away with that, you know. Okay, that was cute. She's a cutie pie, but you know she was showing off some of her attributes. And some people would say, "Hey, you know, you might not want to be quite so revealing." Well, you know, she's going toward the pop side. Okay, so I can see that in her stage performance, also. All right. Well, that's just my very terrible analysis of that but I, that's what i tuned in and saw again congratulations to Marin. she doesn't care what some idiot like me says she's got the number one song with girl Marin morris the country music hall of fame and museum will launch season two of its voices in the hall podcast in a couple of days on august 16th that's when that will debut season two includes interviews with jimmy allen kane brown sam bush nick lowe linda ronstadt and a whole bunch of others and Precious, can you tell me more about what Peter Cooper's got lined up there with Voices in the Hall at the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum? Well, Peter, it, you know, he's a writer for the Tennessean, mm-hmm. but he's also uh, runs up, uh, is the overseer of the label that uh, Tom T. Hall used to be on. But Peter is a wonderful artist in his own right. And of course, he's producing the show, and uh, he's also the museum's senior director, so he knows behind this you know the stories behind the exhibits and the stories behind the artists and he's probably one of the somebody told me he's one of the best interviewers they've ever had um but and of course uh i cannot wait um i know he will interview i don't think too many of them are going to sing i know linda ronstadt can't sing because of her uh, diagnosis but i know that sam bush he's a kentucky boy his daddy went to high school with my daddy in uh-huh. sunfish which is really really like very very little bitty high school and no and near mammoth cave kentucky but i'm I'm anxious to see some of the interviews peter's doing because he is one incredible interview person so i'm excited to hear it and see it and you mentioned linda ronstadt being kind of having health woes she's got parkinson's disease is that right? yes okay i'm pretty sure yeah 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 so that's that's the reason for that hey we've got to go to a little time out here on the y'all show as we have precious hair as our special guest hey as we leave you we got a trivia question can you name the artist whose music video for somebody like you aired for the first time on this date in 2002 taking you back 17 years we'll have the answer and more country music knowledge coming from the maven of music row when the y'all show returns Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. 
Mirabit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the blue star in the first aid section. Feel blue star work fast or your money back. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away. So you can get back to running, throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, crossfit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Use as directed. Just a few years ago, Mozambique's Nyasa National Reserve in southern Africa was a danger zone for elephants. Organized gangs of poachers took them down by the thousands for their ivory tusks. Conservationists and governments got together to eliminate poaching. Today, Nyasa hasn't lost a single elephant in more than a year. With your support, we can keep places like Nyasa safe. Find out more at 96elephants.org. little tune there and that's part of our trivia question as we asked before the break this is y'all talk with a southern accent t graham brown's coming up in the next segment direct from nashville you don't want to miss this country music hit maker but right now we've got our own hit maker for another segment precious harris is joining us for another informational segment of the y'all show precious the author of i know country go to iknowcountry.com also go to collegeofsongology.com for all of precious's music career development consultant and more that goes on there check it out all right precious the trivia question can you name the artist whose music video for somebody like you aired for the first time on this date back in 2002 the answer is keith urban keith urban who co-wrote the song with john shanks somebody like you was the first single for keith's album golden road and boy that was a big success for him and he's continued his upward climb the aussie doing great things in nashville still even though that song was it's now been 17 years since somebody like you made its debut i guess on cmt gac and the other video outlets at the time i don't even know if they had a youtube back in 2002 i don't think they did no i don't think so either yeah 
but I think it's probably on somebody's mind. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd have come up with that one. Hey, we've got to let you know about some new music coming out from Luke Combs. He's got a new song out this week, and it's not what you expect from him. Let's Just Be Friends. It's part of the Angry Birds movie, too, which is coming out August 16th. So in addition to his long neck beer whatever song he's got i'm getting that confused with garth and blake's song about uh dive bar it's a good beer drinking song he's got he's he's supplementing that with this new song from the angry birds movie let's just be friends oh yes and if you think about it there's been a beer song on the radio every year for at least five years in a row like thomas rett i think five years ago had one called have a beer with jesus and then uh there was another one i think low cash had one and then uh yeah, there's always because beer and country music, for some odd reason, seems to go hand in hand. Yeah, that's George Strait's follow up. He had God and country music. He needs he needs to do beer and country music as yes. his follow up <laughs> from King George. All right, let's talk about some festivals, if you don't mind. Speaking of beer and getting drunk, hey, let's go to Kentucky. Would Would you like to go to Louisville with me? <laughs> I want to go so bad, I cannot even tell you how bad I want to go. Well, coming up in a great festival that's got an awesome name, All Things Southern, a the world's largest bourbon festival, Bourbon and Beyond. It returns to Louisville in about a month on September 20th, 21st, and 22nd. And you've got three days of music, food, and the region's best distilleries at Bourbon and Beyond, the world's largest bourbon festival. And who's going to be performing there at the new Highland Festival Grounds at the Kentucky Expo Center? More than 45 acts stretched over three days and nights. You'll have the Foo Fighters, Robert Plant, and, of course, country music Zach Brown Band, Allison Krauss will be there, and a bunch of other artists who aren't necessarily country, but a variety of hit makers there in Louisville. Again, September 21st. Also, I guess the day before and the day after, September 20th through the 22nd is this weekend that Bourbon and Beyond is taking place. Oh, yes. Of course, you know, I was born in Louisville. Okay. Yeah. They got a national monument for you there, right? (laughs) They should have. Yeah, they should. But but you you could always tell when people aren't from around these parts, they'll go Louisville. Yeah. No, it's Louisville. Like I said it. I'm sure you probably caught me saying Louisville. I did, and I was—I didn't want to correct you. Is it here, kind of a two-syllable? It's a two-syllable pronunciation. Louisville, Louisville, one syllable. Oh, just one. Hold it out. Okay, <laughs> Louisville. <laughs> okay, sorry, I—I I, I don't know my Louisville ease here, and I—I sound like a complete complete. Well, it's because you're educated. I'm a little country girl. That's what it is. You can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl. Yeah, I'm gonna make that. Yeah, I'm so serious. All right, country music. <laughs> song right there hey speaking of bourbon and whiskey and the great debate between kentucky and tennessee i've been getting releases about something new taking place in lynchburg tennessee jack daniels music fest coming up in a few weeks do you know anything about that i do know i got a client playing on it stephanie nash oh okay yes and and it's the first one so everything is excited the whole towns everybody in nashville is like gearing up for it because you know we've got music fest everybody comes to nashville but you know anytime you can not have to drive 10 hours to get to a festival and play a show you know it's very very exciting for new artists and stuff and apparently they've opened up the stage for a lot of new independent artists which i think is wonderful just because just doing it because they know that tennessee is the home of country music 
All right, it's the Lynchburg Music Fest. This will be the first one, and it's going to be here before you know it, as this festival is scheduled August 23rd and 24th in Moore County, and you're going to have a combination of country and bluegrass taking place at the home of Jack Daniels Distillery there in Lynchburg, Tennessee. And invite you to check more out and and find out what's going on at lynchburgmusicfest.com the website remember lynchburg's not all that far from manchester which is where they have bonnaroo so i guess they're taking a, a chapter out of that in that part of southern middle tennessee and saying hey if those guys can come have so much success with their kind of alternative rock festival let's do something country and bluegrass right here in lynchburg and have a good time again this is coming up in just a few days and it'll be August 23rd and 24th in Lynchburg, Tennessee, website lynchburgmusicfest.com. And go see Stephanie Nash. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, go into our archives and listen to her great interview we did last week. Or go to YouTube, the Y'all Show on YouTube, and you'll see the lovely video of Stephanie Nash and her interview with yours truly, John Rawl on the Y'all Show. Well, Precious, that will wrap up our coverage with you today. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, and have a blessed day, everybody, and have a great rest of the week. All right, Precious Harris. Up next, we've got T. Graham Brown. His Tinas is going to be our very special guest. You don't want to miss out on the fun with his Tinas joining us. That's up next on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Now, baby, don't worry. 
if it troubles your mind It'll all wash away, girl In the river of time You need a shoulder I'll be around Be your rock to hold on to goes down It's hell and high water That you're going through But come hell or high water I'll be here waiting for you Going back to 1986 for that one right there. That was the very first number one for T. Graham Brown, Hell and High Water. Welcome back to y'all. Talk with a southern accent here as we talk country music each and every week. We've had Precious Harris on, and now we're going to have his Tennis himself join us right now from Nashville. T. Graham Brown joining us here to talk about songs like Hell and High Water. Don't Go to Strangers, and another number one he had was Darlene. Of course, he had a whole bunch of other top ten songs. And, hey, he's still active. In fact, he's winning and getting all kind of awards bestowed upon him these days. Hello, T. Welcome to y'all. Man, it is so good to talk to you. This is awesome, man. <laughs> well, it's good to talk awesome. to you. You're, you're one of the first people I saw in concerts with Charlie Daniels back in 1989 in Charleston, South Carolina, just after Hurricane Hugo came through there. You and Charlie braved your way to, to Charleston and performed, and I got to see you as a, as a lad there, and, and I was like, man, that, that guy right there, he's got it going on, and you still got it going on, T. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I, I'm, I have a good good time, man. Sheila and I, are, our son, Acme's grown up and married and, you know, moved out and bought him a house and all that. And so Sheila gets to travel with me all the time. And we're having the best time, man. I mean, we really are. We were laughing a minute ago before I called you. <laughs> we're we're having a blast. Well, that's great. Now, if you followed T. Graham through the years, you know about Sheila. You know about Acme because you haven't been shy. You've bragged about your family all these years and that's pretty cool and it's good to know that acme's now married and what's he doing is music in his career he does music and he uh manages a restaurant okay he's just he, he i think he works at the restaurant to support support his music habits well that's okay that's, that's the way it works a lot of time but he's doing great man he's how old is he now He's 30, man. Golly. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, he's 30, and uh, he's having a blast. You know, he's he's just doing his thing. He's enjoying life. He's got a great wife. That's they get good. along really well. They have fun like Sheila and I do. And you, you and Sheila are not grandparents yet? No, not yet. Okay. Maybe, maybe someday. You all know. right. Well. Somebody asked us that the other day and, and asked us if we're always – after acting them to to uh have a baby and she'll say no, 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 no. <laughs> well we'll take it we'll take it if one comes we'll be really happy i'm sure that's great well i'm just excited that again you and your wife and son are all still 
around and talking. In fact, we're going to find out that T. Graham's parents are still alive. In fact, if you happen to see the video that's out there, RFD30529, it's got his parents in there. It's got the address in just outside of Commerce, Georgia, which is one of the great videos I enjoyed through the years because it's it's about as true to life as it gets. When you write a song and you've got a music video that essentially traces the way back to where you're from, that's pretty cool. Well, you know, a lot of people have shown up on their doorstep, and I warn people that if you go to the house, you're going to – the penalty for going to my mom and daddy's house is mama's going to make you sit down on the couch and look <laughs> at the scrapbook. She'll fix you something to eat and all that, but yeah. the main thing is she she wants to sit down and brag on me. So. Now, you're one of these guys that I think grew up with an address of one town, but you really live closer to another town. I think the address for you where you grew growing up was Commerce, Georgia, which is about 30 miles north of Athens. But if I'm not mistaken, you're actually from the town of Danielsville or in that county. Is that right? <clears throat> well, it's kind of convoluted. Okay. Uh, my daddy went worked his way through the university of georgia my whole family went to georgia and including you me, my brother and all of us did uh i never did finish though i decided to go into music so i i never there was no such thing as belmont university uh which for folks that don't know is a school in nashville that has a great music music business program that didn't exist or i would have probably found my way to nashville but anyway georgia didn't have anything like that so i dropped out but i my daddy uh somehow he graduated in 1960 and we had to go to atlanta for six months for something and that's where i was born and then he moved us back we lived in uh, athens when i was little and um my folks found their way back to uh commerce but he moved us down to South Georgia, this little town called Araby, Georgia, oh, okay. 10, miles, 10 miles south of Cordell, and um, about 70 miles south of Macon, right on, right off of I-75. So that's where I did my main growing up, oh, was, okay. down there, was down there. I think he moved us down. I was in the second grade through the 10th grade, something like that. My main, my main boyhood. Okay. And then we moved back to Athens so that we could finish high school in Athens. If we'd have moved to Commerce, that was one county over, and I didn't really want to go to school there. We really wanted to live in Athens, me and my brother did. And Daddy was nice enough to buy a house within the county there so we could go to school there. And then I graduated from there and uh, enrolled at the University of Georgia. I graduated from high school in 72, and – stayed at georgia i think i was a junior when i finally quit okay so it was kind of a circuitous way to wind up back at commerce that's where my my we got a family farm been in our family for seven generations and that's where the family is actually from is right there where mom and daddy live okay all right well so, if you Happen to know anything about Commerce, Georgia, besides T. Graham Brown? It's the home of one Bill Anderson. I guess you probably have met him through the years. Bill's one of my best friends. Is that right? And yeah, Bill's Bill's a good guy. Actually, Bill's from East Point. 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, here's the way. Here's why you think of commerce. He was going to the University of Georgia, uh-huh. and he was driving to commerce every day to be a disc jockey at WJJC uh-huh. while he was going to school. And he wrote City Lights. He told me he was sitting on the, the roof of WJJC looking out over commerce and wrote city lights and and about the tallest building in commerce is probably four stories maybe three or four so he was really using his imagination when he wrote the vast array of city lights you know that's one of the lines in it. Mm. and there's no city lights in commerce there barely is a stop <laughs> they got cheap gas there i will give them credit there in commerce georgia and for him to go from east point to commerce that's a quite a haul even back especially back in his day yeah well he was just going back and forth okay. to uh athens you know he'd go to class and then he'd go to commerce it's only 20 miles really 22 something uh-huh. like oh, that okay okay all right it ain't that far it's just right up 441 and uh no bill's one of my best buddies i, I got i've gotten to know him over the years and and we have a great time together. We've written songs together, and he's he's a funny he's funny man. I like Bill. Well, there's nobody that knows their sports knowledge better than Bill Anderson. So, I'm sure y'all probably watched a few Georgia Bulldog games through the years. Yeah, and we miss Larry Munson. Oh yeah, I always liked to. If I was watching the dogs on TV, I would turn the TV down and and find Larry Munson on the radio, turn him up. Yeah. The voice of the dogs for a long, long time. And yeah. At one time, I think he was the voice of the Vanderbilt Commodores. Was he really? Yeah. Well, that's that's before my time. Yeah. He, he's come. He's come hear me sing when I was singing with Dirk Howell, and he had a flat top back then. He was. <laughs> he'd be sitting at the bar drinking with his flat top. Oh, I thought I was in heaven having Larry Munson watching <laughs> this thing. I thought I'd really make it. Well, you you did make it because in the 1980s you got a record deal on Capitol Records. The 1980s, for those who weren't around, in the early 80s, country music was booming with the urban cowboy scene. And then at the end of the 80s, you had Clint, Garth, and others come along. But in that middle part of the decade, well, the albums just didn't sell like they did in the 90s. But they still had great musicians like T. Graham Brown and a guy that literally led you to Nashville, Tennessee, Randy Travis. Old Randy, man. I saw him the other day. Bless his heart. He's, he's, he's in his wheelchair, but he knows what's going on. You know, he really can. Mm-hmm. He can tell what you're saying. He can't speak hardly, you know, but yeah. – he's got a great light in his eyes his wife is takes really good care of him and he's always looking sharp man he's always got some some uh hillbilly country and western hillbilly (laughs) clothes on and always looking sharp you know uh i i did the opry i do the opry all the time but about um, two months ago steve earl was on it and I hadn't seen Steve in a long time. We came out about the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that year, we had a uh, – it was it was Marty Stewart and Keith Whitley and Dwight Yoakam and uh, Randy and me. Earl and, Thomas Conley. Yeah, well, Earl, Earl was like, like a, I call it a generation before me. 
we all came out. <clears throat> the guys I was just mentioning all came out. Oh, in the with, late 80s. With our, yeah, with our debut albums. Okay. And, the, and Steve uh, Earl always called it the great credibility scare of 1986. <laughs> 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 so we, we had a lot of fun, though, man. We, I mean, we really did have a lot of fun hanging out with each other and and doing our thing it, we i mean we all really did have a good time and we all really loved each other too man well again in those 80s you had a string of hits starting out with i tell it like it used to be that was a top 10 for you and then after that i wish that i could hurt that way again that number one song Helen high water the number one song following up that was don't go to strangers brilliant conversationalist she couldn't love me anymore the last resort and then you had another number one in Darlene, and then Come As You Were closed, helped close out the 80s with a top 10 record there. So that's pretty great success there, T. Graham Brown. We had a lot of fun, man. I've had a, a really fun career. I'm, um, like I said, I'm having, I, I think I'm having more fun now than I ever have before. Back then, man, it was all such a blur. Uh, we were out there working like 300 shows a year. Mm-hmm. We were, I was gone, and it was just crazy. A lot of work. I don't think people really understand that, that this job this job looks easy, but it can be hard at times. And um, the traveling is, is what's hard. But I'm not out there chasing a hit right now, you know. Right. The pressure's off. I don't feel like I got anything left to prove. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm in the rocking chair. Actually, right this minute, I am rocking. <laughs> believe it or not, I was going to say I, I, I don't think I'm in the rocking chair. But doggone, here I am sitting in one. Um, but we just get to take it a lot easier, man. And it's a lot, lot. No pressure. It's just a no pressure thing and, and lots of fun. Well, Rockin' Chair is a song you ought to know about, or Rockin' Chair, because you helped sing that with George Jones one time. I don't need your Rockin' Chair. I sure did, man. George was one of our best friends. He, he and Nancy. Nancy still is. George, I called him my Nashville daddy. He took care of me, man. Awesome. We, we had an awful lot of fun together. Well, when we When we were sober, we weren't we were having fun and not drinking when we were drinking we'd get drunk and have fun yeah well that's one thing t graham one thing you've been very open about over these last 20 years is the fact that you were a drunkard and you have been fighting that for a long time if you don't mind tell us what you've done to not be that way and advice that you might have for any of our listeners out there well you know man All my my really heavy drinking, I think, started when I was at Georgia, actually. I hate to blame it on that, but but I started out drinking a whole lot back then, and it was fun for about the first 30 years, but then it got to where I was getting up in the morning pouring vodka in my coffee, and that's not good. And I, I would get on the horse and ride a while and fall off and get on the horse and ride a while and fall off. I just never could stay quit, man, and and uh, this was over a period of years. And so finally I got up one day and I was just hung over as usual. And um, 
And as any drunk can tell you, the only way to get over a hangover, which for the people that don't know what a hangover is, is you, you have a headache, you're nauseated, it's just a bad feeling. But you can start drinking again, and all that goes away as soon as you have your first drink. So that was that was how my deal was. I'd get up in the morning and start drinking to get over a hangover anyway. One day I got up and I looked in the mirror and I I just – it's a, it's a cliche story, but it's the truth. Um, I looked in the mirror and I asked myself, I just looked so bad. And I asked myself, what are you doing, man? Uh, you're about to blow everything. You're smarter than this. And I asked God to help me uh, straighten up. And you know what, man? It's amazing. Um I never had another craving since then. Not even, not even a little bitty bit of one. That's great. And I know, man. It's really crazy. And through the I, through the grace of God Almighty and the love of Sheila Brown, I, I'm sober. And I'm telling you, I ought to be dead. There's no doubt about it that I should have followed Keith Whitley in the in the same deal. But hmm. I think God really is just walking through with me, man. He's got stuff for me to do, and Sheila and I have a lot of fun doing doing for other folks. You know, whenever we can, we we have a lot of. We just, I posted some pictures on Facebook yesterday. We went down to Vanderbilt Children's Hospital and just, just to see all those kids, man. And, and it made them so happy that somebody came to see them, you know, and it was, we get to do fun stuff like that. And we really enjoy doing it too. So this, this is the y'all show with John Rawl talking to the Grammy nominated T Graham Brown, who has had 14 top 40 country songs in his career, released 15 albums to date and his album forever change. His first gospel album received a Grammy nomination back in 2014 you can learn a whole lot more about t graham brown at the website t graham and he's got all the social media options when you log on there t graham a georgia boy that's been making great music in nashville for a long time and talking about his overcoming alcoholism man i don't know how the song didn't get to number one but in the late 1990s, you had an awesome song called Wine Into Water. It only got to number 44 on the chart, but you kind of covered this fight that you've had all these years with that song. And what a powerful song. If y'all haven't heard Wine Into Water, I encourage you to go listen to it. Well, it's helped a lot of folks. That's the whole thing about that song, man. That's what I'm so happy about is we get these people come up to us at every show telling us that that it's helped them get sobered up. And we're putting a book together, actually, kind of a chicken soup for the soul thing about it's just going to be stories of people that were able to get straightened out through here and wine into water. Or some people play it every day to, to keep them sobered up. You know, like people go to AA meetings, some mm-hmm. of them sometimes every day. There's some people that get up every morning and play that song just to give them some inspiration. So uh, it's been it's been good in that way that it's helped folks, and that's what's so, so cool about that song. It's it's it it just transcends being a hit, man. It's just taking on a whole life of its own. You know, it's just out there doing its own thing. 
Well, in addition to making great records, T. Graham Brown through the years has also appeared in a couple of movies, and he's also been, I think you were the first national spokes voice for Taco Bell with their Run for the Border campaign, and if you know anything about Taco Bell and you were alive in the 1980s, you, you couldn't miss hearing T. Graham's voice. I'm sure people got so sick of those commercials, man. They were probably they were probably reaching for the remote control to change the channel every time I came on, because it was it was pretty much on all the time for mm-hmm. about four years. It was fun though, man. I got you know I got they'd fly me out to Hollywood. I'd go out to Joshua Tree National Monument shoot these commercials and they didn't spare any expense it was so much fun man and that's where i met little richard actually they hired hired him to do one and and uh it snowed that day so we got to hang out in the dressing they had a trailer in the dressing trailer all day long and talk we're still friends from that we did two of those commercials together, but we made it such a good friendship. We're still friends. Uh, Georgia camaraderie. I love it. Well, yeah. again, you have had a lot of success through the years, but you're still out there going. T. Graham Brown hasn't hung it up. He, he might be in that rocking chair right now, but he's about to get up and go because he's got some concert dates coming up real soon. In fact, August 22nd, he'll be in Bell Buckle, Tennessee at the Bell Buckle Event Hall. And then he's going all the way to Mount Vernon, Kentucky the very next day at the Renfro Valley Entertainment Center. Then he's got dates coming up in September in Oklahoma, in November in Texas. You can go to the website tgrahambrown.com and learn a whole lot more about that. And you and Sheila both were recently in Bell Buckle as you were there being honored with the Bell Buckle 2019 RC Cola and Moon Pie King and Queen back on June 15th. What's that the all about? Highest, it's just the highest honor ever bestowed on the Brown family. It's that was so much fun, man. Because you know RC started out in Columbus, Georgia, and Moon Pies in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And man, did we have fun! I mean, how can you not love being the king and queen of RC Cola <laughs> Moon Pie Festival? I mean. That is now, if that ain't Southern, I don't know what is. Well, his Tina's got that honor, and now you're going back to Bell Buck. Are you going to wear your crown? I'm, uh, you know, I left my crown over there, but I bet they could hunt it up if yeah. I wanted to. There, there's a really cool place to play in Bell Buckle. Okay. And um, we're going over there and doing a show with Chris Golden, William Lee Golden's son. Okay. And, and it'll be fun, man. But you know what? They gave us a last time we were over there. This boy's got an internet radio show, and we drove over there. It ain't about an hour from the house. And we went over there, and uh, as we were walking out the door, he gave me a case of moon pies. Uh, and I've been eating those things, man. Sheila, <laughs> Sheila says I'm gonna be a diabetic. She's worried about that because I've been eating so much moon pies, but. I'm just about finished with the cash. Yeah. Well, that's great. <laughs> they, they are a great creation. Talking to T. Graham Brown here on the Y'all Show. So you're being honored in Bell Buckle, Tennessee. Congratulations for that. But that's not the only area that's got you singled out these days, as you were recently honored in the state of Arkansas with the Arkansas Traveler Award. My goodness, you're taking over to South, T. Graham Brown. Oh, man, I'm trying to. I am. I'm trying to. That was really nice of those folks in Arkansas. You know, that, that 
that really is an honor to, to have that. And I was, uh, you know, years ago they made me a Kentucky Colonel. <laughs> I, can't, I can't find my my thing though. They gave me this framed uh, like proclamation thing. And I know it's in a box somewhere. I got boxes full of stuff. You know, I never have hung anything on the wall, you know, any memorabilia or anything. I guess I'm, somebody said, you crazy, man. You ought to put that stuff out. And I said, I don't know. It's all put up in boxes. But. Well, I'm sitting here looking at your Arkansas Traveler Award. That's too nice not to hang up. You need to hang that up. It makes it look like you, uh, you know, run Arkansas, and that's pretty good. You doggone right, I do run Arkansas. <laughs> and I think it's even got Robert E. Lee on, on his horse traveler on this thing, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, you need to put that up. Yeah, well, I'll, hey, that one probably will make the, make the wall. Heck, if it were me, I'd be putting that up in the bedroom, frankly. Well, I, who knows? I might. <laughs> <laughs> i got a yellow bedroom i painted my bedroom yellow so it'd be happy yeah well that's good you got a yellow shirt on in this picture with your arkansas traveler award so yellow looks good you should have been a georgia tech fan well i don't know about all that <laughs> i will eat it to varsity though I oh yeah that's good but. good place well t graham we can't thank you enough for coming on our show and, and letting us know more about you again the website for t graham is just the simple letter t graham brown.com and you can find out more about some upcoming touring dates that he's got and again this is a grammy nominated singer who's been making great music for decades now and is still active and we encourage you to go find him if he's going to be in bell buckle or kentucky or wherever he's going and he's on the opry a lot and he lives in the nashville area and has just a great soulful sound and nobody there's nobody like t graham brown you you don't wear the cowboy get up like a lot of country artists and you don't look like a rapper you're just t graham brown and that's what we like yellow shirt and all <laughs> thank you buddy i appreciate that i'm just i'm being the best t graham brown i know how to be <laughs> Well, tell everybody, Acme and Sheila, we said hello from the Y'all Show. I'll do it, man. We love y'all, and uh, God bless y'all, and God bless the United States of America. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is Shaq for Icy Hot, and I got a few words about pain. See, pain thinks it can overpower you, overwhelm you, but it obviously doesn't know you. You're not backing down from pain, because Icy Hot's got your back. Icy to dull pain, and hot to relax it away, so you can get back to running, 
throwing, kicking, swimming, cycling, CrossFit, you name it. Because pain does not get the final word. You do. Icy Hot. Rise from pain. Use as directed. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.